as, as someone, you know, person of color for me, it's like, I really at the time only had like Mulan or Jasmine to kind of like relate to. Mm-hmm. And I love them. Don't get me wrong. They are amazing. But when I saw Moana pop up, I was like, she has my hair. cosplays and today I'm interviewing Mia Moore cosplay and she is an amazing cosplayer she's very versatile and she's really a positive force in the cosplay community and it is an absolute honor to be talking with you today so hi Mia how's it going hi thanks for having me so tell me just a little bit about yourself super quick super simple about how you started cosplay what got you into it kind of what cosplay means to you Um, So it's actually really funny because I had no idea cosplay existed. Um, So I'm based uh, in uh, Northern California and I have grown up in the East Bay. So kind of in the same general area as San Francisco. And so I had no idea cosplay even existed. Uh, The only reason I came across it is because in our area, there's like usually around one very big um, convention that's, that's local to me at least. Um, that isn't in SoCal it's called Fanime and for the longest time ever since I was like in middle school and whatnot I've heard about it and I've always wanted to go and but I never had a chance to go because my parents never wanted to take me and my at the time me and my friends were too young to go like by ourselves to such a you know populated place so we held off on a bit Uh, fast forward to senior year of high school Um, I love just in general I love Halloween and it makes me happy. I love dressing up, of course. And I really wanted to make my senior year, like final Halloween in school, like a, like a bang. I wanted to make an amazing costume. And me and my dad, bless his heart, he was the one that really helped me put my cosplay, my, my costume at the time, costume of Ping, aka Mulan from the animated movie Mulan. And so I specifically wanted to do Ping when she's in the training camp. And so we put together this awesome costume, like we got thrifted everything, sewed stuff. Like this was the most effort I had ever put into any of my Halloween costumes. So I was super excited. Granted, I got a great, I got a great like reaction from my classmates, Mm -hmm. but a part of me was like, ah, like you guys don't know how much work I put into (laughs) this and to wear it for like a day at school with people who just don't get it. I was like, (laughs) I was just like, okay, well, at least I, I'm happy with what I created with me and my dad created. And so we, I like packed it up. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Uh, Fast forward to con season when Fanime rolls in uh, me and my boyfriend at the time, we were like, you know what? We're seniors. Let's go to Fanime. We are old enough to go to Fanime. And so when I get to Fanime and I hear, I'm like, oh, I know people dress up. So I'm like, okay, maybe maybe this is the place where I can wear my costume. I know it's not anime, but let's see how it goes. And I started getting super nervous. I'm just like, oh my God, am I going to be like one of the only people dressed up? Like, you know, everyone has that anxiety. Mm -hmm. Um, And then all of a sudden I just start seeing so many people dressed up and I start getting so excited. And so then I go into the con and everybody was receiving the costume like so well, so amazingly, I was overwhelmed. Like it took me like an hour to get from one end to the other 
just simply because people kept stopping me for photos. And I've, I've never experienced that at the time. I'm just like, you want a picture of me? <laughs> like, I'm just a, I'm a fresh high school graduate just dressed up in a costume. But at the same time, my dream was always to like be a Disney character. So I'm like, sure, sure. And I had the weights and I had a little Mushu on my shoulder that I would like have, a, it was a bobblehead. So it was like super cool to see people's reactions and actually, you know, have people comment on the details it wasn't until like after that day I had been approached by people I had been approached by photographers and they were all asking oh do you have a card do you have an account and I was like what are you talking about like why would I have a card and and the more I talked to people that day the more I was like people do this like 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 professional I was like mind blown and then I started hearing the word cosplay get thrown around. People are like, I love your cosplay. I'm like, what is a cosplay? <laughs> I'm like talking to my boyfriend. I'm like, what are they saying to me? And so on our break, we get like, you know, snacks and I'm Googling cosplay and I read the definition and I'm like, this is it. This, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. Like this, where has this been all my life? You know, that was your superhero moment. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, like these are my people. So, <laughs> and of course I see so many talented and amazing cosplayers at the con as well. And I'm taking pictures of them and I'm like, okay, now I know why people might want to take pictures of me. Granted, I feel like I'm casual compared to some of these other people decked out in, in, contraptions and props and armor and so I just went straight into talking to people of like how did you do that how did you do this it's amazing Mm -hmm. and after that I was like okay well I'm saving up for next year's convention and figuring out what I want to wear then and so from there that's like that's when it started and it's just been so much fun since and I've made so many friends and I'm I'm just like wow never would have thought I would have been thrown into this world ever (laughs) and here you are killing the game Ah, thank you (laughs) now do you have one cosplay that is your absolute favorite so if i were going to send people to over to your accounts and they were going to see your favorite cosplay which one would i send them to go see oh that is that is hard it's a harsh question it's always hard because it's like you know you always have a special connection to your cosplays so i feel like the one that I, and so there's like two, but one that's like ever so slightly higher. So right now, um, so right now I'm like, just got into like the show She-Ra, um, mm-hmm. pop, very popular on Netflix. And so I've just been so like, like obsessed with, with the, uh, the character Katra. And so I, and she has a whole bunch of different looks and a whole bunch of different things. And so that's like the cosplay that I'm like currently obsessed with and currently trying to like make it the absolute best it can be I want to do all of the outfits all of the looks of her character just because I love her so much so currently like that's the one that I know for a fact my my page is spammed with it so Um, I just say how incredible you look as Katra but not just the like your pictures you bring her to life so well I love your videos so much they're so good like it's so funny because I have a whole list of ideas for her and it's like it's I don't know why I feel like I can connect with Katra so much more like just in terms of like performances because if I'm gonna talk about myself it's like I don't I don't think I like relate to her out of experiences but I feel like I I most empathize with her Mm -hmm. because of her experiences and I I just love that about her 
And so, um, so that's the one that's like, I know for a fact, you're going to see a lot of it for, for the times to come. I'm not complaining. But, I know, right? <laughs> um, but the one cosplay that is like near and dear to my heart, and I think it will like always be near and dear to my heart is my Moana cosplay. So Moana at the time, it's like, you know, as, as someone, you know, person of color for me, it's like, I really at the time only had like Mulan or Jasmine to kind of like relate to. Mm -hmm. And I love them. Don't get me wrong. They are amazing. But when I saw Moana pop up, I was like, she has my hair. (laughs) Like that's my hair. Like it's not crazy straight because granted when I was obsessed with Mulan, I always felt like I wanted to straighten my hair because, because Mulan is badass and I want to be like her. I want to resemble her, which is, it's totally awesome. But when I saw Moana, granted I'm not Polynesian, so that's, and that's okay, but it's like, I'm an island girl. I love whenever I visit my family in the Philippines, I completely understand the idea of being on an island, being in a community, even if it's a, like like specifically a small community because my family is like from a very small island in the corner of the Philippines and everything in that movie just like I was like I understand that and I relate to that so so right after that movie came out um I was like I need to make this cosplay I I have zero zero sewing abilities whatsoever if anything the only thing I figured out was how to press down on the pedal so that it would make two pieces of cloth stick together I mean, that's, that's, how it. I <laughs> that's how it works so I was like okay well that's a place to start that and hot so, glue cosplay I, I can't exact oh so many cosplays are held together by hot glue you if only they knew MVP man MVP <laughs> but when I saw that movie I was like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. And so that summer I had gone to the Philippines and I was staying there for about a a month, month and a half with my little sister staying with my grandpa. So it was just the three of us. And, um, you know, it's a small island, not as much to do, especially if you have a whole month to spend there, but they have a lot of fabric and for cheap. So (laughs) I was like, all right, I'm just going to, I'm just going to work on this. And it was such a journey because I was like I was in the Philippines I was where I felt like I could connect with Moana in that sense and one of the things that's probably the most special to me about this cosplay is that a year prior to Moana's release my grandmother had actually passed away and she she is like my second mother she grew she raised me and I spent almost all of my time with her in fact Prior to this visit, I would always go to the Philippines for a month just to spend time with her and my grandfather. Mm -hmm. So when we lost her, it was a really, really hard hit. And fast forward to Moana, when her and her grandmother's relationship was reflected, I was just bawling. Mm -hmm. Like that was that was me and my grandmother if I had ever seen it on screen. And crazy enough, it just so happened um, I was going to the supermarket in the Philippines and they had a little corner dedicated to kind of like housewares jewelries makeups things like that and I happened to see like a necklace of a little like mini abalone looking shell just the perfect size I saw it there and I'm like I'm buying that right now I need it it was fate it was fate it was like what is going on is the universe like really telling you something and at this point I haven't even started on on the actual cosplay I was just still 
searching for for fabrics but then I saw that necklace and I was like okay I can do this I can do this and then I talked to my grandpa because all you know funny enough he and my grandmother had I guess in the past had a hobby of sewing rosary beads for some of the people in the community I was just like that's so crazy and I know my grandmother was super into jewelries and all that stuff so I had asked him like hey do you still have that like rosary jewelry making kit and he was like yeah you know I think it's somewhere in her closet so I grabbed it out and it was just a bunch of bits and pieces of beads strings wires pliers things like that and at the bottom of it like it was it was weird because it was just so so surreal. I found like the brown um, threads to use. I found a bunch of little pieces of pearls just scattered throughout it, and all I needed was glue gut hot glue to like kind of create the mold. And then I was like, I got some of her nail polish. I had like carved in the little designs and just kind of it was a lot of like just kind of troubleshooting, trying to see if it works. And so. I figured out like purely based off of photos how to kind of tie the strings in the same kind of woven pattern as she has mm -hmm. and I ended up making like Moana's necklace and what was crazy is because it was all made basically from my grandmother's stuff that's amazing and so I was like I low-key got emotional like when I finished it and I put it on I was like all right well this is a lot more emotional than I ever thought it was going to be that's genuinely beautiful that you were it able was, to incorporate your grandmother into your cosplay with the story and how you connected with the character with her right? and her grandmother. Like it's that's surreal. That's beautiful. <laughs> I'm like, wow. I never thought I would have this sort of connection to, to Moana specifically, you know, and and to my grandmother because all of this kind of happened. Um, the cosplay stuff was like a little bit while my grandmother was still alive, kind of on the tail end. And so she was a, slightly aware that I've done dress ups and I would send her photos and she was like I love it I love it and so it was really cool to kind of feel like she was supporting me even after she had left that that I can still do what I love and she's still supporting me because ever since I was young I was her little doll her dress up doll she would buy dresses for me I'm pretty sure that was one of the reasons why I love dressing up to begin with so her fault <laughs> but yeah so up until then it's like this this cosplay and the rest of it I made like by hand most I've done with the sewing machine was make sure the velcro stays in place because I don't know how to install a zipper I don't know how to do those ringlets <laughs> so never look at the back of my cosplay because it is being held together by like it is a nightmare <laughs> I could, there I are like some so of mine where I'm like get a picture from far away but from, from far close. away just <laughs> nothing too close and don't look at the bag and thank god my hair is long enough to cover the back so <laughs> so it was great and so when I finally got the whole cosplay together I brought everything so I I sourced everything in the Philippines went home for the next year to work on it and then I debuted it at Fanime the next Fanime and then I went back to the Philippines with my costume and I was able to take photos like on the beaches in the Philippines like it was in our backyard so it was really cool mm -hmm. and low tide with all of these cool like rocks and stuff and I was wearing my my necklace and everything was complete. And I was just sitting there. There was a moment I was like looking off at the horizon. I was feeling so Moana. Like I was in that mindset. And I was like, <laughs> like, this is insane. This is really insane. So that is like, no matter what cosplays from here on out, I'm going to do. I know for a fact, like this one is one I will 
never let go of I will always cherish hell if my kid is like hey I like dressing up I'm like cool here's the perfect costume for you <laughs> but you better pay it's like you better take care of that necklace though I th- I'm gonna make a second one just to kind of you know keep you know for for actual use that way I can kind of keep the first one as like you know my own momentum a little more durable uh, to survive a con exactly oh my goodness <laughs> I even it. like drenched myself in a fountain at that con just because I was like so happy as Moana mm-hmm. and so I was like yeah it was it was wild but yes long story short those are my favorite cosplays that was a beautiful <laughs> story though like thank you for sharing thank that you me. yeah <laughs> now before uh when you were talking about uh Ping and Moana you kind of mentioned how as a cosplayer of color that those were kind of the characters that you kind of only saw yourself really connecting with now as you've grown older and gone into the cosplay community has that changed or has that affected how you cosplay and which characters you choose or is that now and I guess in the point in your life where that doesn't really matter it's just kind of whoever right so I it definitely growing up I just kind of felt like I had to do whoever I looked like regardless of whether I like that character or not usually I like the character which is perfect because it's like that's perfect um I still feel like even to this day a lot of my decisions on who I want to cosplay is kind of reflected about who who looks like me or has a similar background to me um Mm -hmm. as it is I'm kind of starting to try and I guess kind of force myself to open you know think a little bit more out of the box and kind of like who it doesn't matter if this person looks like me or not like naturally so I can kind of dip into that more so I feel like there's definitely a lot of influence in terms of either background or even just physical looks that affect how I initially approach an idea now especially in the last year or so like I I figured you know what looking at the people the characters that I actually love just because I love the characters is starting to kind of you know I'm starting to get myself to be like you know what I'm gonna cosplay them because I actually love them mm-hmm. like as a character I love everything that they're about and all that stuff and I want to go for it and so thankfully like I'm, I'm very fortunate in that a lot of my friends around me and the people who support me are really open to that and I'm so, you know, and, and for that, like, I'm so excited to kind of go after those cosplays because I, I want to. Um, one of them that I definitely am super excited to shoot is actually um, Elsa from El- Spirit Elsa from Frozen 2. You're going to do Elsa? Oh my gosh, I can't wait to see her Elsa. I'm so excited. Like the moment I saw that movie, I was like, I don't know how, I don't know when but I'm going to cosplay her as the, as fifth spirit Elsa. Mm-hmm. And so finally I'm like, I kind of got the pieces together. So I'm just like, ah, I'm super excited. So, so that's like the first person that I'm kind of dipping into other than I guess, Ariel, I've done Ariel and I love Ariel. I just want to redo her wig because I'm like, mm, I can do it better. But yeah. So that's, that's kind of, I guess my, my general answer on that. So do you have any advice for kind of people who are feeling a little bit how you used to feel like they can only cosplay characters that they look like and then they feel, especially when it comes to social media, there's opinions everywhere and especially right now. So do you have any advice for people, cosplayers like that who feel like they have to stay in the boxes of the characters that they look like? Yes, honestly, 
if it makes you happy, do it. Because one, cosplay is for everybody. Mm-hmm. And, and what I've found just on that alone, the people who tend to critique aren't even cosplayers. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's like where it just baffles me because it's like, if you're in cosplay, if you've actually done cosplay, you understand the work and and the love that these cosplayers have for the characters that they choose Mm -hmm. and so and that's what I find is like the most important to appreciate is the fact that one you're doing what you love too you're doing it for the character that you love and the character that brings you joy that brings you happiness and so again cosplay is for everyone do it if it makes you happy and I hope to god that you find the group of people that are acceptive of that you know like they support and accept you because that's what matters in the end that you're having fun and that that we're all having fun we're cosplaying for god's sakes we're dressing up (laughs) y'all like why you gotta take it so seriously we're playing dress up (laughs) we're playing dress up why you gotta rain on my parade but yeah and no it's really hard to kind of train yourself i guess to to kind of push that out cancel whatever people are trying to say other people's opinions because I know it's super easy to fall into that and to kind of listen to these people but I just hope you know you can find your way back to finding that joy that cosplay brings you and to find the joy that those characters bring you regardless of whether or not you look like them or they have the same background as you so do what you love cosplay who you want to and just have fun who cares about the haters who don't want to have fun <laughs> the community will protect you. we got you exactly exactly now, speaking of the cosplay community this series is kind of focused on the experiences uh, particularly of women cosplayers so bringing um it around to that now do you who identify as female do you have any kind of um experiences or things that you would like to speak about that um, they can be either positive or negative that you feel comfortable talking with, but specifically as uh, a woman cosplayer that you face or are lucky to um, have in the cosplay community. Right. So I, I'm certainly so fortunate that, that I was able to find this community along with other people who are just so supportive because I'm, a, I, you know, I know that there was kind of previously it's a fairly outdated like stigma that you know nerdiness is mainly for guys and it's geared towards the male eye and stuff like that that's a super old super outdated thing but when I was younger that's kind of where I was like oh I like I like Star Wars but you know I don't know if any other girls like it if that's weird and whatnot Mm -hmm. but when I entered the community I was just so overwhelmed by by how welcoming everybody was both girls and guys. And what was so awesome was I was even able to find other girls and other females who, who loved the same things that I did and, and were just as much nerdy and geeky about these things as I was. Like, it's insane. And it's so cool to see like just people, all shapes and sizes and whatever, just coming together because they love this blank, whatever it was, just they love it. And we're all here to just love it together. <laughs> And so I was so happy when, you know, a lot of, a lot of people have kind of started reaching out to me about wanting to collaborate and work with me. And that's so, so amazing. And so being, being a female in the cosplay community and seeing so many people willing to reach out and kind of help you grow, help, help 
spread the love of that is awesome. But I will say there have been a couple experiences that were not as great. And it kind of sucks because a part of me also was like, I expected this as well. Because, you know, when you look at a cosplay, you definitely see people taking their own twists and turns on different characters. And that is totally okay. And that's awesome. I love seeing it. But a lot of times that also gets some people to approach you Mm -hmm. in certain ways. And so, and you know, we all know like what, what that is, unfortunately, but it's just kind of it's it still kind of throws me off Mm -hmm. so sometimes I'll go to a con and the weird thing was that I was I was Ariel at this con Mm -hmm. and I was mermaid Ariel and I got a lot of just just comments about like how I looked in it thankfully they weren't necessarily like oh you're there was nothing about like my weight because at the time I was super self-conscious you know wearing just the shell bra and all that I was already self-conscious as it was but there were just people like just making comments that I was like okay bye Mm -hmm. I can't I can't it's just it was so I hated the fact that a part of me was like, I should have expected this. I shouldn't even be surprised because a part of me was like, I was really hoping I could just get the cool Disney people just to be appreciative. But every now and then you get the comments from random people and from random men most Mm -hmm. of the time. And that's just something where I would love it if we can figure out a solution to that like a a solution like that to fix it another another thing and and I actually had talked about this with one of my friends who had just started cosplaying so when I first uh created my cosplay account um which was so awesome I was getting so many people joining and and I was getting overwhelmed because so many people were like excited for me to start my cosplay account so every now and then you might get you know people in the dms complimenting you which is totally okay me being completely new to kind of putting myself out into the social media world I usually kept everything personal up until then just like my own personal stuff Mm -hmm. but when I opened up the, the cosplay account I started getting dms from people from guys most of them um some of them were just super sweet. Some of them were just saying, hey, I saw you at Fanime. It was super awesome talking with you, you know? And then me being me, I was a little, I was a little bit, I hate to use the word naive, but I was a little bit naive. And I would reply to all of these messages saying, thank you, because that's what you do. That's what you know, you, you say thank you. Yeah. I personally like to say thank you because I appreciate it. But I said thank you to this one guy and he kept trying to talk to me and it made me feel uncomfortable because I have no idea who this guy is. Um, And so I kept trying to like, you know, keep it short, keep it, you know, all good. Mm -hmm. And for a while it was okay. For a while it was fine. It was no big deal. He was just some other person who was sharing and saying, you know, stuff as me. Mm -hmm. and 
around the time when I like um when I created my Amazon wish list, I he would he would get me something. And I would just be like, I didn't actually think someone would do that, but I would say thank you. And I would reciprocate, just be like, you know, I appreciate it. I got your stuff. Thank you so much for your support. I really appreciated it. And then he he felt like that was like I was entitled to talk to him more. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where he thought it was okay, but he would then, and he was also aware that I had a boyfriend at the time. Mm -hmm. And so he tried to send me messages of like, not, it wasn't anything explicit, thank God, but it was just something that was like trying to be romantic Mm -hmm. verbally. And I was like, all right, no, I'm done cutting this off, block you know, all of that stuff. And it just kind of made me sad that that in a way had to teach me that I can't reply to every single person who gives me a compliment now on, on Instagram. And I hate that because I'm gen- generally like a really welcoming, positive person. Like, thank you so much. I love all of this that you do as well and all that. But now I have to weed out certain messages which makes me kind of sad only because I can never really tell if someone has intentions as this guy or or if they're just genuinely trying to give me a compliment yeah so I don't know it's one of those things that I hate that I had to kind of learn Mm -hmm. and I also even saw one of my my friend that I had mentioned earlier who just started that she was starting to get kind of the same attention that I was at the time Mm -hmm. and I could see like, like, it was like looking into a mirror into the past, almost like the, the question she was asking me of like, oh, should I say thank you to this guy? Should I message this guy? And I was like, hold on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yes, I understand you're getting a lot of compliments, which is amazing, but be careful because getting compliments in person is different than, well, it's slightly different than getting compliments on social media. Yeah. With a person at the very least, you can be like, thanks, gotta go, bye. In social media, some guys might see it as a, as an in almost to talk to you and to continue talking to you. And there have been a couple of times where, you know, I would I would kind of be like, okay, this person seems okay. I'll say thank you. And then they start trying to ask more like personal questions. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know you that way. Um, and now I don't want to know you that way, fortunately. <laughs> like it's unfortunate that sometimes that's how certain relationships and interactions play out but that's also how it is and so I also had to kind of be with my friend in that moment of like you know be careful because unfortunately you also don't know who you're talking to on the other side of that screen that's a general just internet rule but in the same sense of like unwanted attention for certain things Mm -hmm. and of course like moving forward from that just the fact that we are you know as cosplayers we love to share our art and put ourselves out there no matter how uncomfortable it might be and that also sometimes will warrant like really unnecessary comments from people that can be really discouraging mm-hmm. and it's I'm, I'm certainly grateful that I haven't had to experience that to a care like a an extreme extent thankfully although I did get a couple of people trying to trying to come at me saying that Asami wasn't Asian <sighs> which I was like 
I was like, first of all, we're not going to try and talk about this fictional character from, from a fictional world, Avatar, in case, you know, anyone here isn't aware. But Asami Sato, not Asian. I mean, it's just by cultural influences that her character is inspired by, it can be argued that she might be ever so slightly Asian. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I was like, when I see those kinds of comments, I'm just like, I'm not even going to try and have this conversation with you yeah. because it's not a place where I want to bring my energy into that. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I had also seen like my friend get comments like that with not necessarily the way she looks, like the, the way she looks, but eh, actually kind of the way she looks the physical appearance of her character in comparison to the character she was cosplaying. Mm -hmm. And the character she was cosplaying was a lot more muscularly built. She was not as muscularly built. And it's like, we're working on that ourselves. But it's like, why would you make that comment? Would you make that comment? Like, what did you expect to come out of that? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of the comments that I see especially at women are either (laughs) it's just so sadly objectifying unfortunately like we all know it exists and we all know that it is an issue especially in the cosplay community it is such a big issue that it's like where do I even go to start addressing this too I mean of course they're speaking up about it speaking up against it but when you encounter it it's like I I personally have this inner battle of just like do I want to even open up a conversation with this person who I feel like isn't even willing to actually listen or to actually have a conversation? Or giving them the attention that they're trying. Exactly. They're clearly trying to get attention. And it's like, I don't want to satisfy that. I don't want to, to give you what you want because that's just not the way. That is not cool. That's not okay. So it's like, I see, I, I, every now and then I'll get it. Every now and then my friends will get it. And I'm just like, cause I know like half of me is like, I'm ready to just type out a, a paragraph. But then I'm like, I'm just, I don't want to steep to their level. Mm-hmm. Realistically. It's like, I know I'm better than that. And I can, I'm, I will be better than that. I don't want to every now and then I admit, I'll just kind of indulge myself with a haha okay (laughs) just to see if like you know maybe it'll get a rise out of you who knows because it's fun but on the bigger scale yeah it is it is so it is hard to deal with and to hear about because it's like I I may not have as many like you know provocative looking cosplays out there although I'm not gonna lie I kind of want to but we'll see on that Hey girl, if you feel comfortable and you want to do it, power to you. I say I know, right? Power to literally. Oh my god, there is a there is a moment where all of these beautiful women were just gracing my feed, and I'm just like, can I do that? Is you that's the thing that's like is it me though (laughs) you always have that imposter syndrome kind of feeling but it's like I understand god like these you're just so powerful and confident and beautiful and just all of these body shapes and sizes and I'm like oh my god I love this and that's 
if anything, that's what I love the most about the cosplay community is that what I would previously have thought would have been like my own body insecurities, body dysmorphia and whatnot. I see someone, not even in cosplay, but just like someone just being themselves, presenting themselves, feeling so confident, beautiful, powerful. I'm just like, oh yeah, like I can do that too. <laughs> like, yeah. But then again, I'm like, there are times where it's just like, mm, I want to just tuck myself away like a little turtle. Mm-hmm. But it's so amazing to see so many just empowering women in the cosplay community who are honestly just, even if they don't recognize that of themselves, they are like literally trailblazing it for so many other women who, who are maybe are thinking about cosplaying, mm-hmm. which is so crazy because I've gotten so many so many messages of people who are just like you've inspired me to start cosplaying and I was like me (laughs) really I I admit like I have really bad imposter syndrome sometimes so I'm just like I'm just a a a weirdo in my room dressing up that's why everyone loves you because it's not but yeah uh, I should say thank you I should say thank you I'm trying to get better at compliments so thank you with that with some final kind of parting thoughts what advice do you have speaking on what you were just talking about for women for anybody really who is thinking of joining the cosplay community who is just getting started out who's a little nervous or who's a little nervous to kind of put themselves out there on social media? What advice do you have that you would give to them? I mean, it's almost the same as some, as like the question you asked earlier. It's like, I just, I just want you guys to have fun because, you know, from my experiences, I'm just like, I had, I had so much fun kind of getting into cosplay. Um, Oh, one thing I will say though, is that you can cosplay with anything, first of all, because there is no definition of right or wrong with cosplay. And, and like, that's also like what I had told my friend who just got into it was that, you know, you don't have to buy an, an a quote unquote official cosplay. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can thrift it and you don't have to make it from scratch either, which is, I know, I know a lot of people see, think that that is, that is cosplay. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm always here to be like, are you kidding me? Half of my cosplays are stuff I bought from the thrift store that I cut up. Like you're, it's fine. And I know there's, there's a kind of a difference. Some people feel like there's a difference between like being able to cosplay on TikTok versus being able to cosplay at cons. Mm -hmm. Realistically, there isn't a huge difference to me because as long as you are cosplaying and it makes you happy, then that's it. Although I will say a lot of the times people won't put on pants when they do TikToks and cosplay. So I would recommend putting on pants or a bottom if you do that in public. That's my <laughs> one. Please do that. Um, you our secrets. Now they're going to Oh, go. dang it. I'm, so, I'm wearing pajamas. Well, I, I wonder what I know. I have my sweats on under Elsa. You know, the usual. No shoes. <laughs> no, no. Who wears shoes in cosplay other than maybe Birkenstocks? Not unless you're going to film them. I got socks on. You know, I need to, I need to, we need to start a whole cosplay thing of just like, please show me the bottom half of your cosplay. Cause I, I would love to see that part. Uh, That would actually be pretty fun to see. (laughs) You just be fully decked out as like, I don't know, Wonder Woman and then sweats. 
<laughs> from the waist up. I'm super so professional. Fun. Right, exactly. Like this is how we work. <laughs> but yeah, it's cosplay who you want and don't, you know, don't let the funds or the, the quote unquote skill scare you away. Because before you know it, you know, as a new cosplayer, like before you know it, you will be in it, like in, in the community. Just it's so funny because like when my friend started out she's like nervous about joining the community and I'm like you're basically in it already girl <laughs> like don't worry about it like you know she just did like closet cosplays oh my god I will say fully utilize closet cosplays never downplay closet cosplays because absolutely they are amazing my brand so much I know right like <laughs> everything in my closet is just and that's also possibly why my closet is so crowded right now because everything I buy is now for a cosplay but yeah. closet cosplays are cosplays and store-bought cosplays are cosplays thrifted cosplays are cosplays as long as you're having fun with it and you are you know to the best of your ability at that time are happy with it like you are the character and you want to be that character that's all it takes if anything half of the cosplay is just you being there and being happy you know and enjoying yourself because it hurts me when I see people say that like I want to get into cosplay but I have no money I'm like you don't have to have money I had 50 cents in my account when I started granted that was in high school so I had 20 dollars max but but it really it it really there is no right or wrong. Like that is the one thing that I love saying is like, there's no right or wrong to cosplay. There is no limit that should keep you from doing it. If a character makes you happy and you want to be like that character, do what you can to be like that character. It doesn't matter. But yeah, just, just be happy. I hope you're happy. I want you to be happy is my also number one thing. And I will do what I can to help you be happy in the cosplay because I will happily hype you up and be like, look at this person. They're beautiful. It's true. Yes. <laughs> like it's so fun when people join in on the love, even if it's like, yeah, just even if it's just a t-shirt, hell, some of the funniest cosplays comes out of just plain t-shirts. So it's true. <laughs> it's true. Like you'd be surprised. Oh, Seriously, so much, so much creativity. So just let it flow. Let those creative juices flow. And eventually, even if you have like a goal of where you want to get to, you'll get there. Yeah. I'm, I'm still feeling like I have so much to go. And yet so many people have told me, oh my God, like you're there. And I'm like, where? <laughs> like I don't stop growing. I know, right? You're always a student. You're always learning. And that's half the fun too. It's just figuring out the troubleshooting, the process. Mm -hmm. But it is it is such an awesome community in the end. And I hope that to everyone who is interested in joining, I feel weird saying joining because it's like, I feel like half of it is just wanting to be a part of the community is like, you're in. Like, 
Want a cosplay? You're a cosplayer. Boom. I know you're a cosplayer. <laughs> Put go. on a t-shirt. Say it's a cosplay. A cash, a casual cosplay. I, I have literally... cosplayed as a tired cosplayer to a con before. <gasps> cosplay can be anything. <laughs> oh my god! I. It's love my that. Sunday. I do it on every con on the last day. I will cosplay as a tired cosplayer. Oh my god! Can I cosplay it with you? I'll bring the pillow and an empty wallet a pillow an empty wallet <laughs> an empty sense. wallet just a headache advil pill you know just yep. like, what do you need guys you need like <laughs> the water bottle the crinkly water bottle you the know? crinkly water bottle that you get at the hotel see look at that we just created a cosplay together it that's all that it is it, guys that's all it takes <laughs> not to mention also do not be limited by the character okay because man i've seen so many people who just get creative what was it one time i went to anime and i saw taco bell as in bell just instead of her normal yellow dress it's just a talk like it is a taco themed bell dress <laughs> and i was like <laughs> i was like this you've just broken the matrix that is <laughs> oh my god oh my god it's brilliant like please do not feel like your creativity is limited in any way which is what I feel like I have to tell myself a lot actually I want to be more creative I want to I want to be clever I don't know if someone can learn to be clever but I want to try and figure it out mm -hmm. give me some of your whatever you're having because <laughs> I want to try it especially you because girl I swear to god you're killing it uh, <laughs> I'm doing my best you know, one, <laughs> one classic cosplay time. Exactly. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. But yeah, that's about, you know, I feel like I could go on for days, but I swear to God, you don't want that. Well, so speaking of killing it, you are absolutely someone who's killing it out there. And you are definitely such a positive, bright member of the cosplay community. And I want to make sure that everyone knows exactly where to find you so they can kind of, you know, soak in your light and be inspired by you and see your stuff. So where can they find you on social media? So I have, um, I have a Facebook page, which is Mia More Cosplay, Facebook dash Mia More Cosplay, Instagram, which is also Mia More Cosplay. TikTok, which is actually just Mia More Cost. So just cut off the play and it's just Mia More Cost. And you can find me all of those places. And yeah, I hope you enjoy what you see. I don't even know like what I do half of the time anymore. So I can guarantee <laughs> they're gonna love it. <laughs> Be my friend, please. I love sharing the sharing the fun and the love and the positivity. I love it. Thank you so much for talking with me. Thank this has genuinely so been awesome. Thank yeah, you and so I hope whoever's watching this really uh, has been inspired by Mia Moore. Please go check her out and stay tuned for more stuff. So yeah. thanks for joining. Yeah. Thanks for talking Thank with you. me. <laughs>